When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We've got three things that we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And those three things we think you need to hear, we call them the three at 12.03. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three, that's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It's the magic number. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Well, if you don't know Shirley Nash, surely you shall know her now. This is a lady in North Carolina, but for those of us who just suffered 12 plus inches last evening, um, of snow that is. Oh, thank you. We can relate to the words Mm. of one Shirley Nash, Nash when she was asked... What she's gonna do about it? Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. I love her. Listen again. I love her. I want to listen to it all the time. Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. Fat and sassy. Also. The title of my autobiography. Fat and sassy. I love her. I feel like she speaks for all of us today. Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. (laughs) Yes. Oh, God, I love it. All right. So clearly um, we need to check in with her on a regular basis, especially after inclement weather. Yes. Yeah, can we keep her forever? Yeah, for sure. Put in her on the in the mark. computer, uh, <laughs> and we'll just call on her whenever we've had you know a dumping of snow, yeah. as we did yesterday. Or I don't know if we you just guys want to stay inside and get fat and sassy. <laughs> when is it not an appropriate time to get fat and sassy? All right, behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. Door number two. I want you to meet another woman. So you just met uh, fat and sassy Shirley Nash. Now I want you to meet Norul Majabin Hassan. She is 20 years old. And I'm going to tell you what this means after you listen to it. I don't want to give you too much. Just know that she is in love with, she has a lover. Okay. Ha- have a listen okay. to this young woman getting lovey-dovey. She's so, so cute and sexy. Who's my sexy darling? You are. You're my sexy darling. You are my sunshine. 
Okay, I mean, that so that sounds that's, like true love. That's I mean, Nurul, Nurul Majabin Hassan. She's 20 years old, and she was singing a love song to her lover. Her so lover sweet. is the game of Tetris. Ah. Her handheld Tetris video game and her are in a physical relationship. No. Oh, my gosh. 20-year-old... Is she on a reality show? Nurul Majabin Hassan, who also would like you to call her... Fractal Tetris Huracan okay. surrounds herself with Tetris-shaped objects in her room. Does this turn you on? That's basically her it like, does her soundtrack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she graduates. She, she said she now plans to marry Tetris when she graduates from, wait for it, the University of Florida. Wow. I think Tetris is so beautiful. He is about perfection and he stimulates your mind. Physically, I get that people, that feeling that people in relationships get. That one, you know, they are the right one. I love him so much and get an immense sense of satisfaction with him. That, by the way, for those of you who don't know, is something legit. It's called objectum sexual Mm -hmm. or sexual. Objectum sexual. Now, Colleen, we've told uh, listeners this tale more than once on this show Mm -hmm. because there's a wonderful documentary about people who love to fall in love with objects. Like roller coasters and cars and uh, I can't remember. Oh, balloons. There was a balloon person. Who was sexually turned on by balloons? Yeah, the guy who had balloons all over the place. Yeah. Um, that's the sound of rubbing balloons, Thank you. which he did. Um, <laughs> and she literally spends 12 hours a day playing her new lover like a game because he is. Uh, How does she it have on time websites. to do other things? She uses it on her phone and she has a Game Boy that she gets real Randy with. with. Gross. Um, Again, just want you to know there's something for everyone. All right. Well, thank you for bringing her into our lives. I I did want to just let you know that um, before she was in love, (laughs) before she was in love with her Tetris, she was in love with Yahtzee, her GPS. Well, I mean, I get it. It always gets to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. It takes you there. It Quote, takes you all the way there. Quote, I would always try to make an excuse to use the GPS in the car, and I would try to hold it so close. I would do anything to try and touch it and hear its voice. It made me really happy. I'm happy for her. Yeah. I'm happy that she's found something to make she's her She's friendly happy. with that Erica Eiffel, the woman who married the Eiffel Tower. And mm. Remember, she was like... Yeah. And she married the Eiffel yeah. Tower. She, she, yeah. Okay. Well, she, she was intimate, too, with the Eiffel Tower, was she not? Okay, so think about that next time you're sightseeing. And here it is behind door number one. And behind door number one. Oh, look at this. Jane Fonda has responded to Megan... Uh, Kelly? Megan, <laughs> Megan Kelly's um, uh, throwdown yesterday on her show where she criticized Jane Fonda for a number of things. Let's listen to Jane respond 
to Megan's beef. A little bit. I mean, given the fact that we don't have a lot of time and Bob is right here, it was a weird thing to bring up whether mm -hmm. I've had plastic surgery or not. I have and I've talked about it, but it mm -hmm. just seemed like the wrong time and the place to raise that question. So that's her just kind of shedding some light. You know what I love about this? So, like, Megan Kelly went full bore yesterday, and we played it, I think, during this segment on yeah. yesterday's show. Guns she blazing. Goes, she goes full bore, and to the point where she's bringing up Vietnam, yeah. which, from my recollection, was, what, about 40, 50 years ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she has to go all the way back 40 years to make a point about a woman who was just like, yeah, so I'm, I don't want to talk about that. Next question. Yeah, it was so it, weird. It really is the weird. It, it really is kind of a making a mountain out of a molehill situation. <laughs> yeah, I I love that you said ratings clearly. I know, and then I coughed around it, but that's fine. I whatever. Made my point. <laughs> yeah, Jane. but you know, it really is. And what frustrates me about it is, hi, Megan Kelly. We see through it, like we. We see what you're doing. You're making this a bigger deal than it needs to be. Exactly. And Jane Fonda, to her credit, I kind of love the way she just sort of shrugs it off. Like, yeah, I just like didn't really feel like that was the place to have that conversation. And she's right. Jane Fonda is right. She was Megan Kelly was not asking her anything particularly revealing um, that she hadn't already spoken about. They were there for a different reason. And to bring up her plastic surgery was just kind of weird. Anyway. Uh, kudos to Jane Fonda, Megan Kelly, calm down. And as for us, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get the dirt from Hollywood. Holly is going to be bringing us the dirt today. Also, I want to remind everybody we are full in the throes of Manuary and we need your vote, help. Vote, vote, you got to vote. You got to go to uh, mytalk1071.com, keyword Manuary. When you get there, you will see the brackets Click for today. Click. Click away. Now, I do have to check. We did have a little um, snafoodly doodly. Yeah. Uh, that and snafoodly doodly has not yet been corrected. Oh, interesting. Oh, great. Okay. Well, thanks, oh. thanks, Team MyTalk, for making Team Cobra's job real easy. My my understanding was that it had it was going to be uh, addressed swiftly, and it has not yet. Can we yet. call the IT department and get them in here? The, by the way, the snafu that we are referring to is the fact that one of our people, Terrence Robertson, who we will be talking to later in this hour, was is being attributed to Donna and Steve, and that is simply not fair. Uh, he is ours, and we want that to be well known and we want you to go and do your voting uh, and also we also have another person up today Marcus Walker and uh, so if you could vote for both of those people Marcus is a little bit behind a shade behind if you will Terrence however has a great lead and we want to keep that good lead so can make, I cheer people up? oh please I want to give something away oh yes! that'd be fun let's yes! give something can away no no sorry Bradley. That doesn't cheer me Hashtag up. Hashtag. Well, not sorry. It's not all about you, Bradley. Oh, now, oh is but it? it is. I've got a pair of tickets to see TV celebrity and cat behaviorist Jackson Galaxy, who is bringing his love for cats to the AIM Center on Friday, April 20th at 8 p.m. If you want a pair of tickets to this event, be the fifth caller, 651-641-1071. Awesome. We will be back after this with The Dirt from Hollywood on My Talk 1071. It's time to get your heart racing. Run the 34th annual Valentine's Day TC5K, presented by MyTalk 1071. Saturday, February 10th at 10 a.m. at Lake Nokomis. Run as a couple or wear your relationship status on your back tag. Maybe you'll find love on the run. 
All ages and abilities welcome, including walkers, first-timers, even competitive athletes. There'll be hot cocoa, conversation hearts, a photo stop, and more. And you'll get a Storm Creek long-sleeve technical shirt and a medal for finishing. Sign up today at tcmevents.org. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Snow can't keep us away from a heaping helping of dirt. Holly Roberts has arrived with the Dirt Alert. Oh, yes. And the big news out of Hollywood today are the nominations for the 90th Annual Academy Awards. Those were announced earlier this morning. And here are your nominees for Best Picture, the big prize. Here they are. Call dun, me by dun, your name. Dun, 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 dun. I'm just going to give you some background. Please music. do. Mm-hmm. Dramatic. Dun, dun, Darkest dun, Hour. Dun, dun, Dunkirk. Dun, dun, Get Out. Lady Bird. Phantom Thread. The Post. The Shape of Water, and three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. The Shape of Water, directed by Guillermo del Toro, has the most nominations this year with 13. So that was my um, first reaction is, ugh, now i got to see that movie. And I'll tell you, I was not looking forward to it. Why? A very specific reason. Because it deals with, like, um, creatures that look Fish sad. And I have issues with uh, creatures that are being kept against their own will. Oh, you're going to feel sad. You're I'm going to have the sads. And yeah. I'm not in the mood for the sads. But this dumb thing got all these awards. Although I did read an article that said no film uh, has no film has won Best Picture that didn't have some ensemble wins at the Golden Globes or something like that. So it, it's suggesting thereby that um, this movie would not win. So maybe I can get out of not seeing it. No? What no, you, you have to see it. Yeah, but Why? I feel like it. you would be what interested in seeing this well, movie, Bradley. You can do whatever really? you want, yeah. Bradley. But it I is think... Guillermo del Toro, excuse me. And I do appreciate uh, a good Pan's Labyrinth on occasion. And, it, and it's okay to feel human emotions yeah. every once in a while. I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like you're going to see it and you're going to come back in and you're going to be like, oh, it was the best movie ever. Okay, Excuse well, me? A, yep. First of all, that? I don't understand any of the words that just came out of your pie hole. Second of all, <laughs> have I ever come back and said, oh, no, but so I just remove the Cinnabon from your mouth so I can wish. understand you. That movie I wish there was Cinnabon in there. Mm, three garbles from Bradley. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dunkirk received eight nominations and three billboards outside of Emming, Missouri has seven nominations. And of course, they all received Best Picture nominations. And uh, one notable absence from the uh, mm. Best Actor category mm-hmm. from the Academy mm-hmm. Awards, one James Franco was oh, not I just nominated. He got a Razzie yesterday, yeah. Bradley. Hey! He is being honored for his fantastic work in cinema. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's being recognized. Uh, yeah, so it's interesting because that, of course, stuck out to everybody. And of almost course. right away, people were like, James Franco didn't get nominated. Well. Here's my question. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Do we think it has anything to do with the allegations or did he just not get nominated? I don't think so. I mean, they've nominated Woody Allen before. Right. Right. And I'm just thinking like the timing of it. I think people are going to look to. Well, here's the thing is that I believe that the Oscar ballads were due on January 12th. Right. So I think that. People probably sent in some of their ballots, maybe it affected some of the last minute choices, but I don't think it impacted the Academy's selection on whether or not they gave James Franco that nomination. He just didn't get it. Right. And yeah. see, that's just kind of, get it. And, and that's sort of along the lines of, of what I was saying is that, you know, the timing of it, um, it may lead people to believe that this was a result of the allegations against him, but likely because of when they had the ballots in by, we wouldn't have known anything yet about him. And so it's a little, um, as we said in my college communications class, post hoc ergo propter hoc, which means after this, therefore because of this. That people wow, probably are going to look. Just got way too smart for the show. All I'm saying is, people are probably going to look to. People are probably going to analyze this as though it happened as a result of the allegations, and the two are probably not linked at all. Thank you. That also mirrors what thesis. I have said for years. Uh, t- um, oh, I shoot, I can't remember it. Oh, that thing. Brevier saltare blubbity doom doom. Okay. And that means means, dance with the fool that brung you. Okay. Okay. Duly noted. Duly noted. (laughs) Other notable Oscar nominees include Greta Gerwig. She was nominated for Best Director for Lady Bird, and she's only the fifth woman to ever be nominated in the directing category. I just don't like the name Greta Gerwig. I love you, that that's your response. What do you got against alliteration, Bradley? What did it ever do I mean, to it you? It just seems a little too pat. And this is a year in which the names, and in fact, I would like to have this award ceremony, oh. the dumbest names in the uh, award nominations, because you've got all these like weird names. I shouldn't say dumb, because dumb is, is, is kind of rude. Um, weird. Uh, just odd names, mm-hmm. like the oddest names of the nominees, because you've got like... Timothy A and uh, Chalamet, Shalamar, Timothy A, Shalamar, and Angle uh, Ansort or Ansored Angled. What's his name? Ansel Angort. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying there are a lot of weirdly named people this year. Yes. I'm going to note that. Greta and I am, <laughs> I am observing your thought and I'm going to move on I feel from like that. That's a thought. judgment, but okay. That's okay. <laughs> hey, we're all about judgments here on My Talk What Is Everyone, uh, are we? Um, also, uh, big news for the movie Get Out that got nominations for Best Picture, also Best Actor. Uh, and Jordan Peele got nominated for Best Director and Best Original Screenplay. Uh, that is such a great movie. And there's no excuse not to see it because you can stream it in oh, your home. Oh, is it streaming now? Oh, yeah. Okay. I need, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I need is a list of all the movies that just got nominated that are streaming or will be before the award ceremony so I don't have to spend the yeah. time at the Also, panel. remember, the my favorite website, Can I Stream It? Go there, and you can see where things are streaming. Oh, okay. Yeah, 
It's awesome. You go to Can I Stream It, you write in the movie you want to see, and it'll tell you where you can see it streaming. Oh, wow. Or if it's streaming. I mean, okay. the internet, it has information, It right? does. It's fabulous. Mm-hmm. It's a really neat new thing. It's a nice tool. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, in other notable lady nominees, uh, for Best Cinematography, the first female cinematographer nominee ever happened this year for Congrats. the movie Mudbound, Ladies. which you can watch on Netflix right now. Oh, look at that. Stream it. Stream it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't even have to leave your couch, I don't, I don't know a lot about that movie, uh, except for that Mary J. Blige is. She uh, got an Oscar nomination yes. for her performance and also for writing an original song for that movie. So, so cool. she got nominated for two Oscars. So we are very excited around here for the Oscars. Those will did be Did Star in Wars get March. any like, uh, makeup Technical awards? Technical? Yeah, it did. Okay, good. Sound editing, I know, was one of them. And so it was recognized. One movie that did get shut out, I believe, was Wonder Woman. That did not get any oh, Oscar wow. nominations whatsoever. All right. Well, let's move on to Neil Diamond. So sad news for Neil Diamond. Yeah, he announced that he's retiring from touring and life on the stage after he revealed he'd been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And he announced that his third leg of his 50th anniversary tour that was supposed to be in Australia and New Zealand, I believe, was set to start in March. He has canceled that. Fans will get a full refund for their tickets. However, we might see Neil Diamond this weekend at the Grammys. He's getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. We don't know if he's going to perform one last time or not. I hope so. I sure hope so too. Uh, and like you said, it's this is this is the end of his touring. That does not yes. necessarily mean he's going to stop singing or or working uh, in the best way that he's able to. Yeah, he's totally going to keep working. He said he's committed to uh, working and creating new music. So if you're a fan of Neil Diamond, don't fret. He is still going to be doing those same wonderful hits that he always has been. I'm so excited that he's doing that. I'm sad that we won't get to see him again. Yeah, yeah. And finally, oh, Shakira, did she not learn from any of our reality stars? Because now she is facing jail time for tax evasion. I mean, pay your taxes. Right? She's oh, denying. Baby, when you lie like that. Yeah, exactly. She's denying all of it, but the country of Spain says, mm, you didn't pay us, but she denies any deliberate attempt to They all taxes. do. They she all do. She speaks a lot of different languages. I love Shakira. But you don't like Greta Gerwig? No, I don't like that name. Mm-hmm. It's the Gerwig right. part, mostly. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that. Sounds like hey, a bug. Can like, we get a caller? My basement is full of Gerwig. For the 30 second pop culture challenge, 651 641 1071. 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize. My Talk 1071. Everything. You talking to me? You talking to me? Entertainment. We're going to give you 30 seconds and we're going to give you five questions. If you answer them all correct, you'll win a prize, but only at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Christine on the line, and what is Christine playing for, Halls? A four-pack of tickets to see Paddington 2 at a theater near you. Lucky you, Christine. Uh, The timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready, madam? Is that a yes? Are you ready? I'm going to try. All right. Timer begins. Bradley. All right, here we go. clear and no. You got it. (laughs) She's telling you what to do. I love, no, I love you guys. Okay. Just for that, I'm reading twice as slow. No, I'm just kidding. Here we go. Tinky Winky is a character from what children's show? Rosie the Riveter was created during which conflict? Uh, World War II. 
Kaya Gerber is the daughter of which supermodel? Cindy Crawford. Who is the most nominated actress in Oscar history? Meryl Streep. The character Flipper is what kind of animal? A dolphin. Yay! Christine, with even time with all to that sass, you still won. Give me one more. No, I'm oh. kidding. No. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. we don't have another. We, we used them all up on you. Fresh out. Christine, Thank congratulations. Yeah. Stay right there. Holly's going to get your information so that we can get that prize to you. And uh, congratulations. I think that's the first one we've had in quite some time. Well, since yesterday, well, last week, Thursday. Oh, you did you keep track of that? You remember that? I mean, I, it's called a brain and... I don't have it. I don't have one of those. No. Anyway, we do play that 30 second pop no, I culture remember challenge. saying the exact same words last week. You're the first person to win in just about a week. Because oh. it's usually like once a week. Oh, there you go. Anyway. Uh, we do play that game every single day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's the 30 second pop culture challenge. And directly following that, we like to solve a little mystery. And we mm. do it in the form of a blind item that Holly is supplying for us. We call it blinded by the item. All right, I got more SAG Award blind saggy. items for yes. you. Getting saggy with it. Getting saggy with it. So I've got a blind item that is not verified on crazydaysandnights.net, but it has to do with an A-lister. Okay. An A plus A-lister. So Just A plus A-lister in general. Yeah, just a huge person. Okay. okay. Not literally, but figuratively. Okay. okay. This one named A plus lister at what he does... Has never really had a drug problem before, but after hurting his back last year, he has been popping all kinds of pills. Last night, he was completely out of it and was walking through one party like a zombie. He wasn't interacting with anyone but his significant other, and that was barely a joint interaction. Is it The Rock? Is it The Rock, Colleen says. Is it The Rock? I say. Okay, it's a one-named A-plus lister. George Clarney? No, this person goes by a single name, name, and this person is very famous in what he does. It, he's very famous in Elvis. what he does. No, no, but that's closer than George Clooney. <gasps> oh, Bono. Oh. oh, oh. Well, that would explain oh. why he's saying dumb things lately. Remember, weren't we just talking about Bono? Uh, oh, what was the dumb thing Bono was saying? Oh, Bono said about that the golf music thing. is girly. Yeah, music is girly. Oh, okay. Music golf is gir- thing. Golf. Yeah, remember? They were like, oh, we don't, it's not very rock to golf, but we're going to golf for this big cause. Oh, yeah, that was oh. stupid, remember too. Remember that? Yeah. And they See? said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's fill in the blank. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Bono never really had a drug problem before after hurting his back last year, but he's been popping pills of all kinds since then. Last night, he was completely out of it and was walking through one party like a zombie. He wasn't interacting with anyone but his significant other, and that was barely a joint interaction. I kind of feel sad. I, but it was too. interesting. The Rolling Stone interview that Bono had late last year, he was talking about a near-death experience, but he didn't give any details about it. He was very cagey about a near-death experience, and he was walking around it, and he didn't explain what happened, but it was like, it changed my life. Interesting. But he didn't talk about it. Also, I get confused when people talk about near-death experiences, because I don't know if they mean... Like the um, spiritual, I saw the pearly gates and the light and, uh, you know, all of that part of it. Or I almost died. 
Do you see what I mean? Weren't they kind of one and the same? No, because some people are like, I had a near-death experience, meaning I was so sick or I got in an accident and I almost died. And other people say I had a near-death experience and they mean when they were in that state. Oh, I always think it's like they the, saw the, the light. I and the, the light, Carol Ann. Yeah. yeah so I mean, I. I, that's my tendency to go to that place. But I've heard other people just describe it as like, I almost died and then I had like a change of heart about X, Y, or Z. The more you know. Mm. The more you know. All right. Speaking move, of. Yes, moving on. Blinded by the Again, a SAG Awards related blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. We have a former A-list, mostly movie actress. Former A-list. Mm-hmm. Former A-list. Okay. While this dress worn by a former A-list, mostly movie actress made 99% of the worst dress lists, it made the best dress list on a couple uh, on a couple run by fashion magazines. Apparently, the designer who spends tons of money advertising made sure it did, and they wanted to keep the designer happy. So we also mm. have to think of the designer in this I one. I didn't watch the the broadcast, Colleen. You saw a lot more dresses. I than mean, I did. I, like, yeah. And when I'm thinking about like the ugliest dress, I, mean, I think of the ugliest. Well, I there think of one. Kate Hudson's. Is that who oh, it is? Yeah. There you go. Interesting. You and somebody else had worn that ugly thing. So read the blind item again. Yeah, I'm- Kate Hudson made 99% of the worst dress list. However, it made the best dress list on a couple of best dress lists run by fashion magazines. Apparently, the designer who spends a ton on advertising made sure it did, and they wanted to keep the designer happy. So ugly. Who was the designer of that ugly frock? Valentino. It was so ugly, and then when you look at it up close, there are little hearts all over it? No, it literally looks like... um, you know when you get those uh, those advertisements uh, on Facebook for those websites where you can buy these super awesome designer dresses for like $10 and then they come to you and they look nothing like the designer dress. Oh yeah. She mm-hmm. looks like Don't she's buy wearing on eBay. Yeah, she looks like she's wearing what what got delivered. <laughs> You know? Oh, it's absolutely. Heinous. It's heinous. Yeah. It's gross. It's a joke. Ew. Penis. Penis. Mm-hmm. All right. We got time for one more oh, blind good. item. Let's do it. From the SAG Awards this right. weekend. Blinded by the idol. We've got a foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor. A foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor. Mostly. This foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor left a party last night because he said he was, quote, surrounded by blanking blanks. The Academy Award winner nominee continues to be a blankety blank on an almost daily basis, but Hollywood loves him. Can I can I also point out that the way you wrote this is um, the that four letter word uh, starts with an F, yes, ends with a K, mm-hmm. and then it's a three letter word uh, starts with an F, ends with I'm assuming a G. Mm-hmm. and an S. <gasps> yes, so he's a oh. homophobe. Oh, got it, got it, got it, but got it. But we love it. him. Which scares me. Who do you think? Is it um, Hugh Jackman? Uh, oh, good, because he's in the closet, so that'd be weird. That's interesting, though, that that's the first well, place to I went. think yeah, it's got to be an Australian, because when I'm thinking, is it an Australian? Uh, oh, oh, is it a Brit? That. Okay, it's a Brit. Oh, yeah, the Brits don't like gays. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, okay, British, uh, A-list, A-list, mostly, mostly movie, movie actor. And also an Academy Award winner and nominee. Or slash nominee. Or slash nominee. So okay. Either or. Okay. Uh, late middle age. Okay. 
This person has been on the award show circuit for his performance in a film for which he was just nominated for an Oscar this morning. Oh. Christopher Plummer? No. That's uh. Okay, hold on. He more than likely will win the Oscar this year. Um, Gary Oldman? Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I don't know her, so tell me more. I mean, I know her, but I don't, like, know her. <laughs> it's It's a gay thing. Uh-huh. I'm saying... You don't know about Gary Oldman's reputation yes. of being a blankety blank. Yes. All right, so let's fill in the blank on this blind item. Gary Oldman left a party last night because he said he was surrounded by blanking blanks. The Academy Award winner slash nominee continues to be a blank on an almost daily basis, hmm. but Hollywood loves him. Now, again, this is not confirmed. I'm just going by the comment section in crazydaysandnights.net. Mm-hmm. However... Gary Oldman, if you follow crazydaysnights.net, does not have a good reputation whatsoever. Right. And of course, as you were saying, he was nominated today for his role um, in uh, The Darkest Hour, which incidentally, Dawn loved that movie. Like Mm -hmm. it's her favorite of all of the ones she's seen that's nominated this year. So and that's and he won a Golden Globe, right? And a SAG Award for that role. I think so. Yeah, so, so we're um, going to be rewarding that behavior is the bottom I, line. I would also like to point out that a cursory search of a Gary Oldman on the Google box uh, comes up with articles like Gary Oldman apologizes for defending anti-gay, anti-Semitic remarks. Gary Oldman, I'm a bleep yep. hole for defending mm-hmm. homophobic rants. There you go. Gary Oldman apologizes for remarks. In other words, this Gary all Oldman adds up. Gary apologizes for yeah. defending Mel Gibson and Alec okay. Baldwin. And there we go. Uh, and scene. scene. All right. Now, on that note, when we come back, we're going to be speaking with a wonderful man. A man who has been nominated for Manuary by the Colleen and Bradley Show. Uh, we're going to talk to one of our mandates, uh, Terrence Robertson, after this on the Colleen and Bradley Yay. Show on My Talk 1071. Hey, Donna, I am loving our new show. We make quite a team, don't we? Yeah, you bet, buddy. Do you want to watch the Grammys together? Anyone else going to be there? Uh, Lori, Julia, Donnie, and all the My Talkers out there who want to join us for a watch along. All right, I am in. It's another My Talk 1071 watch along, this time for the Grammy Awards, Sunday the 28th, starting at 6 30 p.m., and presented by Shahrazad Jewelers. We'll dish on the performances, the snubs, the outfits, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. Just log on to our Facebook Live feed on the My Talk Facebook page. Steve and I will watch along from 6 30 to 8, then Lori, Julia, and Donnie will take over at 8 o'clock. The Grammys watch along Sunday the 28th at 6.30, presented by Scheherazade and Galleria. Use my talk keyword, watch. The radio home of It's Good, but it's not like Breaking Bad Good. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Well, it's Manuary 23rd uh, on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Actually, it's Manuary 2nd, but, uh, you know... Oh, Bradley's splitting hairs. Yeah. He means it's the second day of Manuary. I just was calling the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. month Manuary. Uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And Team Cobra is um, trying to do better, perform better today than we did yesterday yeah, in, the, so, in the bracket style um, competition. Look, I love an underdog. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you're the underdog, you always, people will always root for you. So I say, let's always be the underdog. Oh, that's an interesting strategy. Right? 
Yeah, except for at some point, we if you're too much of an underdog, you just no. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do it today. Exactly. Today's our day. All right. Well, I'm really excited to welcome to the show uh, our mandate, one of our mandates today, Captain Terrence Robertson, who uh, we have known for quite some time, and we are so excited to have drafted on our team. Welcome to the show. Oh, we gotta we gotta turn on the mic. There okay. we go. That helps. Yes. There it is. I am here. Yes. yes. Hello. You are here. And we're so happy to have you. This is super exciting for a number of reasons. So, you know, our listeners, if they don't remember, every year we do this thing called Project Down and Dirty. It's like reality show on the radio. And one year, how many years ago now? Like three years ago? It was. Uh, I think it was like three years ago. Three, yeah. three or four years ago. Right. Um, uh, when we actually like actually get this, the last time the oh, government was shut down. It's totally true. true we yes. went to, it was in October of 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it was October, right? 2013. 20, mm-hmm. Yeah. 2013. 2013. I cannot add. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that was when we had Project Down and Dirty Boot Camp, and you were Team Cobra's mentor that I year. was up at Camp Ripley. We did yeah. get down and dirty. We did, uh, mostly dirty. Yes. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> But you made our job that much easier. Um, and and more fun. I mean, honestly, like part of that, uh, and we should mention, it is because you are actually a member of the National Guard that you were our mentor. Yes. Uh, and you were such a great guide for us because we were terrified and we needed a friendly face and somebody yeah, to kind of walk us through. Woof, that was a tough one. So congrats on being nominated, Mr. Uh, Manuary 2018. Thank you. And uh, how do you feel about that uh, accomplishment, being nominated for Team Cobra? I know it's it's an honor, but... it was I, I was I was a little bit surprised, actually. But no, I truly am honored, and I'm really happy to represent the organization that I am rooting for. Which, that is a great segue into, tell us about your organization. Because at the end of this, the, the winner will get $3,000 for the charity of their choice. Right. And you have chosen... A wonderful charity. Thank you. Yes, um, I'm representing Oasis for Youth. They are a local nonprofit um, based out of Bloomington. It's a local 501c3, and they help youth that are facing homelessness. They provide, they have housing, they provide education, counseling, resources, and really just help them find stability because, let's face it, kids should not be in that situation. But unfortunately, we have a lot of youth that are facing homelessness, and a lot of their clientele come from the LGBT community, they are from underrepresented communities, a lot of minorities. So they provide a tremendous amount of resources to help these kids get stability and to really see hope into the future. So that organization, and I, this is one of the things that I love about uh, Manuary, is that we get to learn about all these organizations. Have you been involved with them for years, or how did you come to to work with them? One of my really close friends is actually their director. And oh. so that's how I came to know them. She's been working with them for a few years um, out of Bloomington. And so since she had come on board with them is when I really learned about the organization and everything that they've represented. So they, they've been, they haven't been around for very long. They've been going now for about six years providing these resources. But since then, they have um, expanded and really uh their outreach within the area has been significant. So it's just a phenomenal organization that I'm really happy to to be representing. That's so cool. Especially, you know, we've been talking uh, in recent weeks because the Super Bowl is coming, of course, and, and a lot of people who are homeless are being displaced. And this is an issue. And as you said, youth are, uh, nobody should be in this position in right. the first place. But But your heart goes to the youth who don't have... Right. Nearly the amount of connections uh, and and you know resources and and um, I don't think a lot of people realize that there are like thousands of uh, kids facing homelessness in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. we talked to, to another um, 
person last week about there are at least a dozen families in the St. Paul uh, public school system that rely on, you know, hotels for transitional housing that were being displaced because of the Super Bowl. And so we've had to sort of deal with that. And I think that issue brought to light, um, you know, a problem people didn't maybe see as clearly so exactly and they, i mean they with this. in addition to all of that stuff they they also help kids get documentation access um, their birth certificates mm. or help them get driver's licenses help them with employment help them try to find jobs everything like that yeah. that you know things that we might take for granted because we've never been in that sort of a situation but somebody that's facing homelessness probably doesn't have access to their Absolutely. social security card or just uh, a plethora of other things that they that they help them deal with. Can we talk about um, like what your life is like? Because you <laughs> have a pretty amazing life. I mean, we met you as part of Project Down and Dirty, but I mean, the last few years for you have been, you know, quite and, you know, share whatever you want to share or not share about your sure. journey. But it's been so fun to watch you really become um you in a way that you weren't maybe as public with before um i'm I'm just let you describe it well i've been in the military for about 12 and a half years i deployed to afghanistan 2011 2012 Uh, prior to deployment i actually came out in the military shortly after they reversed their their ban on allowing um people in the LGBT people to serve openly. Well, I should remove the T from that portion mm-hmm. of it because lesbian, gay, bisexual, you were allowed to then serve without fear of being kicked out of the military. And then in 2016, when the former defense secretary, Ash Carter, worked to overturn the ban on transgender people serving openly in the military, I came out as transgender and began my process for transitioning in the military and have since gotten my gender marker updated in the systems of record and um, I'm not facing discharge in the military any longer, but um, so I've, I've a lot of that on the on the military side has been ongoing over the last year, and I've had several jobs in the military working in either substance abuse or resilience and suicide prevention, and now more recently I work with Gold Star families who are families that have lost a loved one um, while they've been in service. So we help provide the resources and get them connected to anything that that they need following the death of their service member. Um, in terms of benefits and funerals and and you name it. So that's what my current job is in the military. Well, it's been, I mean, I know, and I don't want to speak for Colleen, but it's just been, it's been a real pleasure and a treat to watch you sort of share that side of yourself with the rest of the world and be able to. And it's so important that voices like yours are heard because it puts a face again on an issue that I think a lot of people have opinions about and maybe don't understand directly or have firsthand experience with. So you've kind of been an ambassador. I'm sure you Mm. understand that role. Um, And and, um, that just makes it that much more special for us to have you uh, have you on our team for Manuary? Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to represent. <laughs> well, we uh, d- just as a final reminder, as we kind of close out this hour of the show, go to mytalk1071.com, keyword Manuary. Captain Terrence Rob- Robertson, we are like the huge fans of yours, which is why you were one of our write-in candidates. Thank you. And we would love for people to go vote for you, help your wonderful charity, Oasis for Youth, uh, a local charity doing great work for home the people, homeless, young homeless people yes. and thank you and so much we'll for joining us soon. today yes, yes. all right when we come back we have another guest doug melro talking about the minnesota aids walk it's gonna be fun my talk 1071 everything it was you Kristen, who shot jr entertainment